Hello, and welcome to the MomStrong Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Johnson, creator of the MomStrong Method and full-time holistic health and life coach for working moms and mompreneurs. I give it to you straight. I hold you to being your best self, and I can't wait to help you craft your life into something perfectly imperfect. Tune in each week as I share tips, tricks, and motivation for balancing family, a job, and trying to get healthy. I'm so glad you're here. So, um, a side note, a couple people reached out to me and were like, hey, I've noticed this. What does that mean? Is something different? Is the mom strong method changing? And so I, you'll see me mentioning more moving forward the term mom, mompreneur or uh, take on entrepreneurs that are mothers. And it's funny because women will come to me who either own their own business like I do, are fully self-employed or are starting a multi-level marketing company business um, like Beachbody or Isogenics or whatever it is. And maybe are stay-at-home moms, and are saying, "Do I do I classify as a working mom?" So all the way up from women who own these giant businesses that they've created themselves, they are the boss, they're a true entrepreneur, or someone who's just starting their own business. It might be an Etsy shop. It might be that they have a dream of writing a book someday. That they um, want to own a brick-and-mortar business someday, something in a physical store site, and they're doubting themselves as like, "Could I be a part of the Mom Strong Method when spots open up?" Could I be one of your one? Could I be one of your one-on-one coaching clients? And I want to make it really clear that yes, mompreneurs are working moms. I, I absolutely classify myself as a working mom. When I was back in my Beachbody days, I was absolutely a working mom. When I had a full-time job where someone else was paying my paycheck and benefits, I absolutely was working mom. So. I am going to start saying it more out there because I think sometimes women who either are solopreneurs or entrepreneurs or are building a multi-level marketing business or network marketing business, they don't classify themselves as a traditional working mom, like going to an office, um, you know, getting benefits from a boss, getting, um, uh, you know, a paycheck that's delivered by direct deposit from an outside company, that you are the one creating your own income. And you are absolutely, yes, yes. (laughs) When spots open up in May, you are absolutely welcome to apply to be a part of the MomStrong Method one-on-one coaching program. So, Today's topic is about red flags. So the way I actually come up with these podcasts, as I told you, I think last week, with the whole pandemic thing going on, I've been going week to week. Um, Typically, I will record four podcasts in a row for the whole month, have it done, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, much more efficient, ensures they get out on time and I'm not scrambling the day before. But with the world and everything just changing so quickly. I have been doing them the Monday before. So this was recorded on Monday, April 13th. It will deliver on uh, Tuesday, April 14th. So hopefully it's coming fresh and hot at you if you're listening to it in real time and still very applicable to you and your situation if you're listening to it um, after the 14th. So, but where this kind of comes from is that I find myself saying things over and over and over. I have over a dozen clients and it's funny because they are all very different. They have different family structures, different careers, different mindsets, different goals, but it's so interesting to me how while they're all so different, they're all so unique. 
And it's been interesting as a coach for working moms to watch kind of the trend of um, attitudes and of stressors and of who, you know, what is impacting them. And there are some very significant similarities between all the women that I get that I'm lucky to coach and all the women that are in the MomStrong free group, which is really who I look to when I look to create content because, you know, I could give you my, my view of things or what I'm doing currently in my life, which I do give you some of that, but I do recognize that I'm maybe... And I hope to be, you know, a couple steps ahead of you so that I can give you advice to pave the path. Um, I had this quote right by my desk that I can see every single day. And it says, what can I, and I'm looking over at it if my voice just changed. Um, what can I do to make this mountain taller so the women after me can see farther? And that for me is really, really important. To what can I do in my own life and then share what has worked for me to then make it easier for the women who are coming alongside me and after me and in the future? So I typically um, go to my, you know, what am I saying to my working mom clients? What am I saying to my mompreneurs? And also what am I hearing in my free group? What are they really struggling with? So today's topic is about red flags. And this is something that I've seen. Um, again, I think if you've been listening to me for a while, you may understand that I, I don't love the mommy wine time stuff. I don't love the mommy, it's time to drink. What's, what's the appropriate time to drink? It's 10 in the morning, can I drink? Um, the promotion of overconsumption among working moms especially drives me crazy because what it is, is it's a more socially acceptable crutch for soothing behaviors that really don't serve us and get us to our ultimate goal of happiness and healthiness. Rarely has have I heard overconsumption of alcohol be the reason why someone is successful in building their six-figure business or in having a happy life at home or in having the energy to get up and move their body and meditate and motivation. So I'm not anti-drinking, I am anti-overconsumption and I'm anti-over the whole mommy wine time or that we need alcohol to function and to tolerate our children and this is so horrible, when can I drink? Um, again, there's many layers to that uh, and as you know, I have been sober curious for a while I've, um, and I'll talk about that with my red flag behavior. So let's jump into it. So red flag behaviors are those things that they are... Oh, there's so many of them that are universal that most people can go, oh yeah, I totally do that. And then there's kind of your own brand. So as I say this, if you've never heard this concept or never thought about your red flag behaviors, um, it's really worth the effort of going, hmm, what happens when I get really stressed out? When I'm really out of my routine, I'm really off my game, what do I start doing? What past behaviors creep up more strongly in those situations? And this is the perfect time, my friend, we're in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> and so if you are not seeing certain out of whack behaviors. Oh, you are a lucky, you are a lucky duck. And so what are those red flag behaviors? So some of them might uh, manifest as obsessively scrolling social media. So when you're like, refresh, 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 and you're there so often that rarely does your feed change because you're there so often. And so there's no new posts, you're refreshing. You're not, you're obsessively getting on Instagram, TikTok. I'm not on TikTok, but if I was, I'm sure I'd be obsessed with it. Um, Facebook and the moms groups, you're just obsessively scrolling. Another one might be um, binging TV mindlessly. So you are just sitting like a lump on the couch for hours and hours and hours, soothing thoughts that might be coming in from the outside world or feelings that you might not want to be feeling through binge watching TV. Now, don't get me wrong. We watched the Tiger King. We are currently watching 
another show that I can't remember. And I'm also have been watching Tiny or Little Fires Everywhere. And so I watch TV, but I also recognize, and I'll talk, let me, I'm getting ahead of myself. So anyway, binge, binging TV mindlessly. And then anything really with over, so kind of like the obsessive scroll, social media scrolling, binging TV, over consumption, over eating, over consuming alcohol, over consuming news media, all of these are typical red flag behaviors. And you might even have a red flag food. So for you, it might be like, um, oh yeah, I know when I bring in Reese's peanut butter cups into the house, something is misaligned here, that there, that's a red flag behavior. Because usually I go, no, Jen, don't have those in the house because you can't control yourself around them and it's just not worth it. You can have them when you're out and about every once in a while, you don't need them on demand in the house. Um, another one for me is alcohol. So I am not gonna lie, it has been really, really tough to see all these wine ads coming up and everyone choosing to drink all day, it feels like every day from all the mom's groups that I'm in. And that is one of my crutches that when I go, for me, alcohol, and you can go back to listen to some of the Sober, the sober Curious episode that I recorded, a while ago talking about alcohol consumption. And for me, it rarely aligns with my goals. And recently I have found myself craving alcohol because I know that it's an easy, quick soothe. It's an easy crutch for me. It's something that um, that soothes me so quickly. And for me, alcohol isn't like, um, I can't have one glass and I'm not an alcoholic. <laughs> so I don't wanna go that far, but for me, I always chase the buzz. So like one glass is like, oh, one glass, but usually it's like two or three. That's what I'm looking for. Rarely can I stop at one glass. And that's kind of a, a red flag, like a highlight reel is if you can't stop. So if for you, it's not just about one glass, or it's not just about, you know, enjoying, you know, Ritz or enjoying um, Reese's peanut butter cups, you soon find yourself like an avalanche of behavior where like you can have the one or two mindless, mindfully and say, yeah, yeah, I'm going to enjoy some Reese's peanut butter cups or I'm going to have a glass of wine. But then what you crave and want and then have to fight willpower for is the second and third and fourth and whatever that is. So it's the same thing with social media. It's like, you know, I've had a lot of clients that have had to detangle themselves from especially Facebook um, and what they've been doing is they've been moving the app to the second page of their phone or they have been taking it off completely and the withdrawal symptoms of that are really interesting to watch and to be curious about same thing with email right now especially a lot of my moms are working from home that weren't working from home previously consistently and so it's the constant email consumption the the whole like is my you know did my boss email me right now? Can I get to that email right now? And just let and blurring the lines that are already incredibly blurry, blurring those lines even more and more and more with email consumption. So what are your red flags? That's the first thing I'm going to ask you. Is it obsessively working? And for me, that's been a little bit of it, you know, where I, I have been work from home for over nine months now. I've been fully self-employed for over nine months. And I know that's one of my red flag behaviors. If I am constantly on my website tweaking or constantly creating content or constantly doing these things at the detriment of something else. And that's where the rub comes in. So your red flag behaviors are things that you turn to when you're stressed and out of routine that are at the detriment of something you truly actually want. And the reason why it's typically social media, over consuming alcohol, over consuming food, the reason why it's those is because those are the easy things to grab. It's really hard 
when you're in a funk and you're frustrated and you're stressed, you're out of routine, you've had no space to yourself, you feel like you're cleaning even more right now, the kids are all in school, but you're the teacher and helping teach them, um, that can be really, really, really tough. And then what you do is you go, oh, what's the easiest thing I can do? I can get on my phone to scroll Instagram while my kid is doing his homework, or I can have a glass of wine right at three o'clock and just, you know, cash in the rest of my work day. Or I can obsessively scroll on social media while I'm trying to watch a TV show with my husband and just totally zone out. Or before, right before bedtime, I'm, I'm, I'm sacrificing my sleep for being on social media, for drinking extra, for binging more TV. So they come at a detriment of something else that you really truly need and want in your life. And as I was going down that path of, they're a lot easier than starting a meditation, than lacing up your shoes and going for a walk or turning on a workout video, than meditating, than reaching out to a friend and saying, hey, I really need to talk to you. I'm stressed out. These things are a lot easier. And that's why it's tough because they become a red flag, slippery slope that get you into this hole that you're like, man, like... I was doing so good. And that's the other thing I keep hearing from my clients. I was doing so good before this came. Oh, I'm so mad at myself or I'm snacking more at night or I'm drinking more alcohol or I haven't had the motivation to work out. And I'm like, it'd be weird if you weren't. <laughs> Honestly, it would be weird if my clients weren't experiencing more bumps in the road right now because a lot of them have had their lives upended and time taken away from them. And having now, you know, two, three, four kids at home where they have to be responsible for getting on the Zoom meeting and downloading the homework and turning in the math stuff. And, you know, that's tough. And so it, it would be it would be concerning if people weren't having more red flag behaviors sneak in. So my personal brand of red flag behavior is for sure alcohol and for sure social media scrolling. Refresh, refresh, refresh. And then a third one that has been coming in even more has been mindless TV. Mindlessly getting on Netflix and being like, whatever, I don't even care. I can't, I just need to find something I can watch that will just let me numb for three, four, yes, Netflix, I am still watching. <laughs> and so when those three things come in, I know something is off. I know that I am not paying attention to something else. I'm letting something affect me that I want the quick, easy soothe. And typically when I'm less stressed out, when I have more of a routine, I actually have the decision-making willpower to say, no, I'm not gonna scroll TV. I'm actually gonna go for a walk or turn on a workout video or meditate or whatever. But when I'm so tired and I'm out of my routine, I don't know what day it is. I haven't, you know, been, I've been cooking three meals a day. I've been doing all the laundry. When those things start happening for my clients, that's when the red flag behaviors come tougher, become tougher to ignore, to soothe. And right now there's a lot of uncomfortable feelings, right? It's like everything is a shit show. <laughs> and so even thinking that you can use willpower is just laughable. So I want to give you some tips and tricks. Um, my, my first one, again, as I said earlier, is recognize them recognize them. What is your brand? What is it? What are you leaning more towards? Are you eating more salty, sugary, fatty things? Are you eating more, um, you know, are you craving more alcohol? Are you doing less movement? Because it doesn't need to be overconsumption. It can be, wow, I was really good at meditating, but now I'm not. Or I was really good at journaling, but now I'm not. Or I was really good at getting to bed on time, but now I'm staying up late. So it can be some of these things too, where you're like, wow. And then they, it's like death by a thousand cuts. Initially, obsessively scrolling social media might not totally derail you, but then eventually it leads into then TV 
and then into overconsumption of alcohol because you're stressed out about what you read in the media, reading about all the things happening somewhere else or in your backyard. And so then you want to numb even more and you can do it more socially acceptable in a more socially acceptable way with your kid and husband while mindlessly watching TV. And then from there, oh, yep, it's wine time. Mommy wine time. I've had a rough day. So I'm going to consume that alcohol or consume that that food that doesn't truly align with my goals. And it makes me honestly feel like more crap. And the moment, yes, that feels good. That buzz feels good. Getting into that group and arguing with Tina from Utah feels good. Binge watching TV feels good because I going to turn off the world for a little bit. And I'm not saying to stop doing these things 100% because some of that is just what it is. But again, when it becomes a detriment to what you truly want out of life, and that's when it can start to become then a habit. And that's what I worry the most about right now is not these temporary things. Because for me, the you know, really, for me, this kind of became real on like March 11th. And we've been in self-isolation since, you know, for five, we're entering our fifth week right now. So for me, that first kind of week when it really hit and sank and hit home for me, can you guys hear Zeke in the background? He's sitting in the corner next to me and it's adorable. He's giggling. So if you get little Zeke giggles, you're welcome. It's adorable. Um, so yeah, hashtag mompreneur life balancing all this and trying to get my, my own work done, but also making sure he's cared for a lot of Kindle time, you guys. Um, so so that's where I worry is that these red flag behaviors are going to creep back in so hard that when things start lifting, when we can go back to work, when we can go back to the supermarket and not be so panicked, then what behaviors are we forming for ourselves? And that's my biggest worry. And it's not like a, you guys get it together. Like usually my conversation with you would be more like, more like, no, you got this. Like stop your own crap. Like stop believing your own crap. Let's do this. But it really is more of concern and worry. And I want to give you, I want to remind you to give yourself grace, but also keep your eye on the ball because these red flag behaviors will become your life after whatever. There's no normal. When someone says get back to normal, that's bullshit because it's never going to be normal. But whenever things get, start resuming, when when life starts resuming again in, in ways which we're not right now. What habits are you forming by doing this 3 p.m. wine time every day and obsessively, you know, every single morning pulling up the Department of Health website and binge watching and finding more and more television to watch? What's going to become a habit? And that's what worries me the most. I don't worry about the temporary stuff. Again, for me, the first probably 10 days, I was on that CDC website. I was scrolling the mommy groups. I was picking information from sources that were probably total crap. Um... And about day 10, I was like, this is exhausting. I have anxiety. When I pick up my phone, it just feels heavy. Um, And so for me, I was like, okay, red flag. Time turned around. I got sick and tired of it. And I didn't feel good. And I'm far enough along that I can see that quicker than most people can. And that's why I coach. That's why I try to, that's why I'm here talking to you guys. So some tricks. Sorry, I keep saying I'm going to get to it. And then I just keep getting derailed. I'm passionate about this, you guys. I worry about you. Um, So first thing is, get curious, recognize them first, say, oh man, I am bringing a lot more chocolate into the house, or I am bringing a lot more wine into the house, or I am watching a lot more TV, or I am scrolling social media a lot more. What's going on? Like, when did, how did that happen? Oh, I did X, Y, Z, like whatever, whatever, whatever the example is, however you can, you know, trace it back. Um, And what's triggering you to do that? Is it that you're avoiding something? Is it that you're um, more bored? I have a lot of women that I'm working with that have a lot more free time. They've lost their commute time. Their partner is able to help out. Um, They may have lost their job. And so they have a lot more free time. 
So what is triggering you to do these red flag behaviors? And the next thing I want you to do is super simple. Don't change anything, just track it. So just whether it's putting on a timing app on your phone, I think the iPhone has a natural like moment, I think it's called moment, I mean, that's a real app. Uh, something where you can track your time on things. So just become aware. It might be creating your own tracker, a note on your phone, it might be using an app, but something where you can become more aware of where you're spending your time. If you're over consuming social media, where are you spending your time? Start writing down how many episodes a day you watch of Tiger King and Little Fires Everywhere and all the shows that are out there right now. Start tracking those hours. Start tracking how much wine you drink and put that down on a journal somewhere every day. How much did I drink today? And when you become mindful of it, then you're paying attention. You start to wake up instead of doing it mindlessly to soothe yourself. You're at least aware of it. And you can't go from first being like, oh yeah, I'm obsessively scrolling social media or I'm drinking too much wine to then changing it. It's really hard to make that leap. So the first thing is, is to give yourself grace, get curious, what's really triggering you, and then just start tracking it, becoming more aware. How many hours are you really spending? And how much wine are you really drinking? And how much food are you over consuming? Start a food journal. And then from there, every time you write it down, you're becoming a little more mindful of the behavior. And then what you do after you become more mindful, you don't have to do it for like 10 weeks, do it for a couple days and just write down. And so you have it in black and white, you're taking the time to slow down, write it down somewhere, jot it down, use an app, become mindful. And then I want you to think about what these red flags are keeping you from. So is, you know, obsessively scrolling social media, is that keeping you from writing a thank you note to a friend or reaching out to somebody or meditating? What could you be using? Once you get that mindfulness and you have that app and it says you've been spending seven hours on social media a day, well, holy crap, what is that keeping you from? Or you've been drinking a bottle of wine a day, what is that keeping you from? You've been eating 10 Reese's and 15 Oreos and 16 cheese nibs and three, you know, whatever, whatever it is. What is that keeping you from? Write that down. So first, recognize it, get curious, then become mindful, track it, write it down, and then take some time to think about what are these red flags keeping you from? And then from there, realize what could you do? So it's, you, know, you now know it's keeping you from losing weight and feeling better, from getting to bed earlier, from connecting on Zoom with a friend who you adore. It's keeping you from taking an outside walk with your family. It's keeping you from meditating. It's keeping you from meal planning and thinking about what am I going to eat tomorrow? It's keeping you from that workout that you've been meaning to do. So think about what these red flag behaviors are keeping you from and make a big ass list. Because typically it's like one thing can feel really surface like, oh, you know, being on social media too much is keeping me from my sleep. But then not having enough sleep is keeping me from waking up earlier. And that's keeping me from journaling and meditating. And then that means I have to journal and meditate later in the day during my workout time. So I'm working out less and then I'm crankier because I'm gaining weight because so you see what I mean where you there's this whole it's like the first thing is not always the second the last thing. So thinking about the first thing is it's keeping me up late. But then what else is that keeping you from? So what are those red flags keeping you from? Number one, recognize them, get curious. What's triggering you? Number two, track it, become mindful of it. How much are you consuming? How much are you, um, how many hours a day? What amount? And then think about these red flags. What are they keeping you from? And then realize what could you do daily to move toward what you want? So now you're saying, oh, I'm staying up two hours later. If I didn't stay up two hours later, or if I did stay up two hours later, I could read a book like a day, 
for two hours. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Or I could, you know, have regular Zoom calls with my best friend. Or I could cook a healthy meal. Or I could do some stretching. I could go out and get some fresh air. So realize what you could do daily then to move towards what you want. So you have this list of what is it keeping you from, which are also the things that you want, typically more of sleep, energy, mindful meals, movement, all these things. And then write down, okay, tomorrow, if tomorrow's different, what is something that I can do to move me towards those things? If right now I'm like, man, I just feel like so gross because I've just been consuming social media and I'm so snappy. And what that's keeping me from is genuine connection with my son because when he's doing his homework or when he's doing whatever, I'm scrolling on social media, I'm not present with him. What I want more is more quality time with my son. And what I could do every day is I could get outside and walk with him and take a 30 minute walk around the park, go collect some nature for his art deco thing that he's making. I'll show you a picture on Instagram at some point, but realize what could you do daily to move towards what you want. So for me, that might be doing more daily walks. If I stopped over consuming alcohol, maybe that would be, I'd have more energy to then read a book or I'd be more motivated to not indulge in having too much candy, too much food, too much wine. So when you realize then what you could do daily to move towards what you want, So what I want is more quality time. What I want is to lose weight. What I want is better sleep. What I want is to be less snappy with my kids. What I want is to start that book. What I want is to move my body. Then start small and add those behaviors daily. I don't want you to be like, okay, I'm going to sign up for the next big workout program and pay a million dollars and get a trainer online. Like, sister, this is the biggest mistake that my high achieving mompreneurs and working moms make. I only work with high achieving women. And that's, they, they literally, it's the hardest thing in the first probably two months is just pulling the reins back and being like, no, 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 first things first, sister. I'm not going to give you the whole cart and horse and say, go run with it. And it's going to feel painful to slow down and do small things. But what happens if you don't do small things, you will burn out. And then you'll be like, I'm a failure. See, it's more, more pointing to the, the fact that I'm a failure and I can never do anything consistently but pick something that's like so freaking small. So I'll stay with the example of I want more time, more quality time with my son, which for some of you are like, I want less quality time with my son, <laughs> which is totally fair. Um, so for me, if that was a thing, and if then my action was, my daily action was um, that I want to take a 30 minute walk with him every day out in the sunshine. Rain, it's actually, it's snowing right now, or it snowed like crazy yesterday. Anyways, we'll get, well, whatever. Minnesota weather's crazy this time of year. So for me, it's then, okay, more quality time means being unplugged, means not being in front of a television and drowning that out and counting that as quality time, but it means getting outside. For me, that's what it means. Or maybe it means doing a cosmic kids yoga or doing stretching with him or doing a craft with him, something where I have quality time without screens, essentially, except for when we're watching cosmic kids yoga. And so my start small daily behavior will be to set a timer for one o'clock every day. And that's our walk time. We start putting that in part of our routine. My smart, my start small daily behavior has been doing every morning we get up, we do breakfast after breakfast. I'm like, all right, let's do some cosmic kids yoga. It's just becoming part of our daily routine, which I think when he goes back to school at some point in the future, I will actually keep that. That before he goes to school, we do a cosmic kids yoga. So, um, so thinking about that, whatever your example is, first thing, recognize them, see what those red flags are. What are you doing more that's making you feel like crap? The second thing is track it, become aware. How much are you doing? How much are you over consuming? Start a food log, start an alcohol log, start a TV tracking log, start a log of how much time you're on social media. Track those things, become mindful. The third thing is think about what these red flags are keeping you from. So you're doing them for a reason and that's just soothe whatever difficult emotions are coming. So now 
what are they keeping you from? From, again, feeling really good, getting to bed earlier, doing reading more, getting your garden started. I don't care what it is. Then realize what can you do daily to move towards those things. And then make a big old list, make a whole list. Like, what, what could I do if I wanted to have more time with my son? I could do X, Y, whatever it is. Make a big list and then pick one to do daily for the next seven days. And then look back at that list and pick one more. I hope this is helpful. If it is, please share it. I think people need to hear this. And I feel really passionate about these red flag behaviors, but also the ways to the process of then changing them. Instead of what we do, what we typically do is, I'm starting over Monday and never eating chocolate for the rest of the month. Or I'm never going to drink alcohol ever again. Or um, I'm going to start working out for three hours a day. It's like, okay, no, 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 no. There's a process here. Recognize it first, get curious, track it, become aware of how bad it is, how much time it's sucking from your life, what else is sucking from your life. And then realize what you could do daily to move toward what you do want. And then start small, little by little. Don't eat the whole elephant in one bite. It's just not going to happen. Spoon by spoon. Which, first of all, who is eating elephants? That's terrible. Anyways. All right, friends. Let me know if that resonates. Let me know what resonates. I want to hear your red flag behaviors. If you want to share them with me privately and we can work through some of them, message me. Um, you can find me on Instagram, jennifer.t.johnson or Jennifer Tigus Johnson on Facebook. And come find me. And I really do want you to be a part of that Mom Strong Facebook group. I've been trying to be more present in there and support people. Um, a lot of folks are saying they want more recipes, so I've been posting more of those. But also just more laughs too, more mom laughs of being like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. And here's the deal. And let's just like laugh for a second. And also some of that um, that tough love mindset piece that I'm known for as well to remind you of how amazing you are. Even during a global pandemic, you are still pretty freaking incredible. So join the free Mom Strong group. It is on Facebook. Um, and you, how you can find it is either finding me, Jennifer Tigges, T-I-G-G-E-S Johnson on Facebook, click on my profile banner, or you can search for the Mom Strong Facebook group. It might come up that way too. There's also a link to it in the show notes. So um, also, as I alluded to before, talking about the mompreneurs and side note about, you know, that I've been using that term a lot more to encompass, yes, mompreneurs are working moms. <laughs> um, I would, I have one-on-one -on -one coaching spots coming up in May. So you'll see me talking more about those. If you are interested, I encourage you to join the wait list. There is a link in the show notes. You can go to my Facebook profile. It's there. You can go to um, crafterlifecoaching.com. That also has a link to the wait list there. So put your name on there. So you're the first to know when spots do open. Um, and I would love to coach you. I know that we are all freaking struggling right now. And so a lot of my clients are kind of flipping from not just weight loss and losing weight, but also life stuff. How do I manage being at home all the time? How do I manage working from home and setting boundaries? How do I manage cooking three meals a day? How do I manage the panic and the grief and the anxiety that I am facing right now through this global pandemic and still stay, stay semi-sane and have time for myself? Um, if you're thinking, wow, that'd be a luxury and I, that will never happen, I promise you I can show you through the MomStrong method how that is possible for you. So add yourself to the wait list. I would be honored to talk with you. And don't forget, uh, it's halfway through the month right now, so you can start a new one for May or you can catch up on April, free habit tracker. There's a link in the show notes. Find that, my friends. And a reminder, as always, you can find me at jennifer.t.johnson on Instagram. If you have ideas for future topics, let me know. I'm going again, as I said, week to week here. So special stuff hot off the presses for you. And you guys are mom strong. You were not meant to be normal or average. You were meant to be exceptional. Even if exceptional means messy and hard and tough and facing the hard things and rising like the badass phoenix that you are. 
And as always, I'm here for you in your corner. I'm cheering you on. I believe in you even before you believe in yourself. Massive love to you.